0: you as you were i'm sure very shocked and just uh gobsmacked really and um about the death by suicide of twitch boss dancer um it it just it's shocking for so many because he seemed like the quintessential definition of happiness and joy and and i am certain (laughs) that he brought so much joy to his family and friends and, and people around the world. And we're left with a death by suicide and it's extremely difficult to comprehend for so many of us. Joining me on the line is Steve Serbik. He is the Esquimalt fire chief and author of the book Unbroken, a firefighter's memoir. Steve has dealt with depression himself and he's going to talk to us um, about frontline workers and also about the shock of a loss like that of twitch boss dancer good evening steve
1: hi maureen how are you
0: i'm good thanks how are you doing yeah really well thanks for having me on Uh, oh good well thanks for coming on especially at this time of year this is not the most wonderful time of the year for many many people um life knows that and uh you know does life does not know that it's the holiday season um and and also life is messy people deal with financial hardships sorrow grief stress depression and more and i was you know kind of surprised to see that um 96 of calls to firefighters involves accidents or other medical issues so i wanted to talk first a little bit about twitch boss dancer and how shocking that was for the world because what what we saw was elation and joy and music and happiness and and a sense of humor and all those things and fame all those things that we think go along with good mental health but it doesn't necessarily and before we go into that i want to just say if you are suffering with any suicidal thoughts or um having are struggling in any way and, and need to talk to somebody, the 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline is available in 24, it's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, languages, English, Spanish and others. So um, do not hesitate to reach out. Um, but Steve, what are your thoughts on that? This is, this is confusing for so many people.
1: Uh, Maureen, you know, I work in the fire service and uh, we, we've been trying to get a read on suicides within the fire service for the last five or six years. And, um, you know, Stephen Boss was a very well liked individual. I I read a quote that, you know, when he walked into a room, it lit up. And so it's, it's, you know, Kate Spade, Anthony Bourdain, like, if you look at actors, it's hard to understand what people are going through. So yeah, it was shocking. It's very sad. Um, He drove, you know, half a block from his home and rented a motel room and took his life there and left a note for his family with the struggles that that he was having. I mean, that's not uncommon. I did my career in Surrey, and you go to so many suicides and you see how people take their lives. And, you know, I always say it's not that people want to die. They just don't want to live. So they're in so much pain, and they want that pain to stop. And, you know, I'm assuming... That that's what Stephen Boss was going through. I mean he had his anniversary, his ninth anniversary three days before he took his life, and he, he has a beautiful six-year-old son and a beautiful three-year- old daughter and yeah, I'm assuming that he, you know he just didn't want to live anymore. Um,
0: I mean, and I mean, just so tragic I'm, I'm speechless and and the family, what the family must be going through, the mother, the wife, uh, the children. You know, it's one thing about the fans, but you know, and it also, we we don't think about death by suicide until you know it seems somebody famous does it, and we're all surprised by that because, you know, we think that if you have money, you have everything. If you have money and and then you have fame on top of that, wow, you you must have it all, and and nothing could possibly go wrong. But but mental health doesn't discriminate and we all know that money doesn't buy happiness. It certainly makes life easier, but it doesn't buy that happiness. And uh, the the internal struggles that lead to death by suicide, you know, juxtaposed with the life that he portrayed uh, to the world, is, is that something common? Is that, um, you know, oftentimes, is it the tears of a clown?
1: Well, I think, uh, you know, I, I've lost three good friends, um, and I lost my brother. My brother phoned me the day he took his life. So I think it's uh-huh. called survival mode. I mean, if you look at who he was, I mean, he, he loved his mom, he loved his wife, he loved his kids, and he was fighting a battle that nobody saw. You know, maybe his wife and some of his close friends saw, but certainly uh-huh. his fans didn't see. And, you know, there's a stigma around that. It, people. They, they will feel that people will think less of you. And depression doesn't care how much money you have in your bank account, and it doesn't care how much fame you have. And if you're mm-hmm. battling a quiet battle with depression, it's, it's, it's very hard. And, yeah, it's, it's a very sad day.
0: Steve, I'm so sorry. I had no idea that your brother died by suicide. Um, and you have been very open about your own depression in an effort in particular to help other people And I'm sure it's been therapeutic as well um, for you. You're a frontline worker. Uh, We have a couple minutes here before we have to go to break, but if you don't mind sharing with the listeners um, your own story of depression.
1: Yeah, you know what, Maureen? Depression isn't a death sentence, and it certainly isn't something that uh, you can't get over with support and, you know, from your family, from your doctor. Um, I work with a lot of firefighters who just, they kind of acknowledge that they have it and it's it's that is a very tough day for them but it is the courageous part of getting help and getting better and you know for me I had a very good friend who got me to open up enough where I talked about it and and you know I went to my doctor and I, wo- I worked very hard over the last five or six years and now I talk openly about it I have a beautiful wife I have a beautiful life and you know what? Not every day's perfect, Maureen. But you know what? My life is amazing, and uh, yeah, I try and help others by talking openly about it, and and I hope that you know that makes them feel maybe not alone.
0: And, and not easy for especially for men to be vulnerable mm-hmm. and, and open and share feelings like that, because that that just flies in the face of men are supposed to be strong and masculine, and when we associate depression with weakness, but it really has nothing to
1: do with weakness. Yeah, a good friend of mine, John O'Grodnichuk, is a professor of psychiatry at UBC. He started a, uh-huh. a, a resource called Heads Up Guys, and it's all about uh-huh. getting in the shame hole for men. Like, once you get down there, it's very hard. If you're alone and you don't want to talk about talk about it or talk to people, it's a scary place to be. And, you know, Dr. O'Gradnichuk, he works in a way where he reaches out to people and creates a, an online resource for people to look at it, and it's very effective, so...
0: Mm
1: -hmm. i want to we're going to go to
0: break what's that go ahead
1: i said it's very tough around the holidays if you're all alone battling depression
0: steve cervix esquimalt fire the esquimalt fire chief is my guest he's also the author of the book unbroken a firefighter's memoir steve thanks for hanging on the line
1: hey maureen thanks for having me
0: you're very welcome. This is a tough time of year for frontline workers. Um, you know, the last few years have been very tough <laughs> for frontline workers. They have been worked excessive hours, leads to exhaustion. They have faced um, you know outrage and anger from the public after being you know adored and and honored. Um, they are working short. They are not enough frontline workers. Um, Christmas is, as I said, not the most wonderful time of the year. They might be working through the holidays, not getting any time off. They might have to do a, you know, a 16-hour shift, 24-hour shift. Uh, How does that impact their mental health?
1: Yeah, it's a tough time for a lot of, uh, you look at paramedicine in this province, Maureen. I mean, it's had a Mm -hmm. tough couple of years. You look at policing, over the last couple of years. I mean, I'm very outspoken of, instead of defunding the police, how about we fund and support the police officers who are doing a great job. And and then you look at the fire departments out there, they're the same, they're right behind. But I know the fire service well, um, and I know what we've done since we lost a bunch of members to suicide in 2015 and 2016. And, you know, we've worked with the BCPFFA, the British Columbia Professional Firefighters Association, the Fire Chiefs Association, We've blurred the lines between management and membership, and we've tried to help the members. And in my department, I mean, we're small in Esquimo, but all my members know how I feel about depression and anxiety, and they can walk right into my office and we can talk about it. And I think that's what's happening. The conversation is is starting to gain momentum. But, yeah, Christmas is a tough time for first responders. It's busy. It's very busy. It's
0: You know, how do you get men to open up? It's, it's very difficult. Um, you know, I, I see... Uh, men, women, and they in my clinical practice. And, and I mean, men will maybe book an appointment because they are desperate. They get to a point of absolute desperation. I, I mean, I'm generalizing right now, but it's very difficult for them to be vulnerable and to speak, even though they've sought this out, they know that there's big problems in their relationship, um, but they, they are very uncomfortable and, 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 you know, it can lead to depression. I deal a lot with sexless marriages. It can lead to loneliness and depression. And, um, and so, but you know, it's really the, oftentimes the end of the road. How do we encourage men? We, We need to change the narrative on, you know, that it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to seek help. It's okay to cry, but how do we do that for grown men?
1: it's hard I mean I think about myself I was a Surrey firefighter and 10 years into my career I was looking at other firefighters um, as weak that were struggling like the, that was through my eyes and then out of nowhere I just got hammered and, and then I had my own mental health issues and what's interesting is on paper I never missed a day at work I had firefighters come into my life and get me into clinical counseling and you know they covered my shifts and I just didn't want anybody to know so even though I was getting help I spent a year in clinical counseling even though I was getting help and getting better my main concern Maureen is that no one knew so I think we're worried men are worried about what people think and you know being a first responder it's a stoic profession we want to look tough we Mm want to be strong we want to not look weak and you know i i learned after losing a few friends to suicide i to kind of change my own narrative and and how i how i think and how i talk and you know i I think a lot of us are getting better and i think leaders are getting better as well i think we're recognizing and and we're learning about what some of the people that we've lost so i think we're getting there but men are they don't, mm-hmm. don't want to talk about it. They do not.
0: Yeah. And in particular for frontline workers, we only have a couple of minutes left, unfortunately. But, um, you know, post-traumatic stress disorder symptoms are positively related to suicide risk amongst firefighters. And that's from a uh, study, uh, Post-traumatic Stress Disorder Symptoms and Suicide Risk in Male Firefighters um, from the Journal of uh, Neurological Mental Disorders. And you know that's the thing they they will as you say you go into homes and somebody has hanged themselves you know over the stair uh, you know over the staircase and you know that would result in ptsd for um firefighters you know is that uh you know i mean it's just so difficult what um what firefighters go through and but anyway we're fortunately we're up against the clock steve where can people get your book
1: Uh, They can get it on Amazon. They can get it at Indigo. They can get it anywhere books are sold. Thanks, Maureen. I appreciate you having me on.
0: Thank you so much, Steve. Thanks for all your great work and happiest of holidays to you and your family.
1: Merry Christmas. Take care.